Welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and this is Mistress Mia's Bedtime Stories. Thank you for joining us. Tonight, I am on utopiastories.com. The name of the story is called A Late Night Stroll by Dan Laura. And it goes... I am by nature a very private person. I had kept my taste for bondage and pain to myself for my entire life until I met Cheryl, or as I now call her, Mistress. Now my tastes in my life are anything but private. But with no one to live out my fantasies with me, I do my self-bondage and self-torture in my basement. I have it all stocked with everything I need to bind and torture myself. I have a dedicated computer that I only use for connecting with women online, and that runs punishment programs. I spend a lot of time down in the basement. I've had several custom videos made that the mistresses would lead me in torturing myself, but never had I ever played with a woman in real life. I had tried several times to gather the courage to ask my assorted girlfriends and one-night stands to indulge me in my fantasies, but I always chickened out at the last moment. Anyway, one night, after a recent failure to ask for what I needed, I decided to go for it. I contacted a woman that I had been emailing back and forth for years. She had done several custom femdom videos for me. Having never thought we would meet, I, I shared with her all of my fantasies. She knew everything about how I wanted to suffer. So I logged on to the kinky hookup website we had been using and rolled the dice. Slave Dan. Hello, Mistress C. We've been friends here for a long time, and I'd like to meet you in person. Since you know all of my kinks and you seem to share my tastes, I thought you could come to my dungeon and we could play. What do you think? Mistress C replied, Wow, that sounds great. I would love to make you scream, beg, and humiliate you. Oh, God, that made me so horny. I'm so glad. When can you come? How about Saturday in three weeks? That'll give you time to prepare. Prepare? What do I need to do? Well, for the first week, I want you to jerk off into a jar three times a day. Save every drop. Then, for the next week, I want you to edge three times a day, and you better not come. Save as much of the pre-cum as you can as well. I want you frustrated and horny. Then, for the last week, I want you to put on the smallest metal chassis device and lock it on. Mail the keys to me tomorrow so I have them when I arrive and you have no way to free your cock. That's what a whole week with your cock and balls locked up. Yes, mistress, I I'll do anything you demand. Um, hmm. Well, and that was how it started the most painful and humiliating night of my life. So for the next week, I did like I was told, and a bit more. Not knowing why I was doing it, I jerked off every day to my favorite bondage porn. 
while I had gagged myself as severely as I could. I love being gagged so much. I mean, the more cruel, the better. After a week of milking my cock, I had almost a cup of my own cum sealed in a jar, and I kept it in the refrigerator. Then came the hardest part, edging for a week. Mistress C had asked for three times a day, but I did it four times a day at least. I'd made myself crazy. I would gag myself and hook up my stem and stroke and tease myself right up until the point of coming. And then suddenly I would whip my balls until the need to come stopped. My cock would be dripping pre-cum, which would, I of course would drip into a jar, as Mr. C had told me to do. I did this over and over again, seven or eight times a day. By the end of the week, I had more than a cup in my cum jar. Masturbating and edging completely, I took my smallest metal chastity device and put it on my cock and balls. I pulled my poor, now black and blue balls through the ring that would surround and trap my cock and balls. Then I shoved my rapidly stiffened cock into the rigid metal penis sheath and quickly attached the sheath to the ring and fit the lock into the receiver, connecting the sheath to the ring. I took the lock whose keys I had mailed to Mr. C and snapped it into place, trapping my cock and balls for a week. I had never given total control of my cock and balls to anyone before. I'd always used chassis devices for bondage. I always had the key available. I was scared and excited, and my cock was now as hard as I could get, being crammed into the now painful chastity device. I suffered the full week in the chastity device. I urinated with it on. I showered with it on. I had to go and work with it on. I slept with it and suffered through painful hard-ons on my wet, dry dreams. Then finally, Miss C, Mistress C, of course, arrived, and she knocked on my door, and I stood gaping. She was, oh, wow. She was every fantasy I ever had come true. She was absolutely beautiful. I knew what she looked like from the internet, and she was stunning, but in the person, it was, wow, she was breathtaking. She was dressed head to toe in shiny black leather, carrying a large black leather bag. A tight, long pencil skirt and a corset were the first things that caught my eye. Her figure was perfect. The corset was tight, but just enough to accentuate her curves in just the right way. A tailored leather top draped over her shapely breasts, thin enough to see her stiff nipples show through. Black nylons led down to her knees. High stiletto-heeled lace-up boots. Her wavy dark hair had a tightly cropped haircut that framed her angular face. Pale clear skin and full dark lips painted dark crimson were brought to life by her deep blue radiant eyes. I just stood and stared, my head filled with images of how I would suffer for her. After a very long moment of me just standing there staring, she spoke, may I come in? She said clearly and without emotion. Oh, yes, please, Mr. C. I, I'm so sorry. Please come in. I said apologetically. 
From now on, call me mistress, and only speak when directly spoken to. Take me to your dungeon. I want to see you bound and gagged. I assumed, since we had been in contact for so long, she knew what I liked and what my limits were, but to be honest, I didn't ever really give safe play with a thought. I, I, I don't know. I, I would do anything she wanted. I was hers to do with whatever she wished for as long as she wanted. I took her directly to my dungeon and showed her where everything was. Bondage furniture I had built and bought over the years. All of my bondage equipment, leather, latex, gags, straps, and ropes. All of my pain toys, clamps, and my various CBT devices. Once she was acquainted with my dungeon, she said, Strip, slave. I quickly took off all my clothes. I was left totally naked except for the metal chastity device, which was now drooling in pre-crumb and crushing my erection painfully. I assume you did everything you were told. I can see your cock is drooling already. <laughs> Let's get to it, then. I want you bound and gagged as tight as I can make it. I want this binding to be really painful and one you will never forget. Let's start with the tight corset. I brought several things of my own in case you didn't have the right thing. She went to her bag and removed a tall, stiff, black leather corset. I'd never worn a corset before, but I was excited to be bound wearing one. Turn around, slave, she said as she began to fit the stiff corset over me. And as she reached around to bring the corset around the front of me, her leather-clad body pressed against me, and I moaned out loud. And with the pleasure of her touch, she was warm and soft as birds, but cold, but hard as nails. I did not give you permission to moan, slave. You'll pay for that with extra cruel gag today. You better keep your mouth shut. Her tone and attitude and control made my cock throb. Once the corset was in place, she began the long process of making it as tight as she possibly could. She would tug all the laces tight, starting from the top and working her way down. After the second pass, my breathing began to get a bit more labored, but she was far from done. She made three more passes of tightening the laces and grunting with exertion with every pull. The final pass, she brought her knees up to the very small of my back to use as leverage to get the corset even tighter. Now, not only could I not draw full breath, but just breathing was painful. She tied off the laces and said, now that is a tight corset. I bet it is hard to breathe, isn't it? <laughs> yes, mistress. She grabbed my balls and gave them a vicious twist, and she squeezed. That was a rhetorical question, slave. It looks like I need to gag you now. I stood in quiet agony trying to breathe through the slowly fading pain of my balls. The gag was my favorite part, though. I couldn't wait to be gagged by her. I had dreamt about it for weeks, for all the cruel ways she could make me gag. <laughs> Where do you have the cum you were told to save? You may answer. In the refrigerator, mistress. Go get it while I get the first part of your gag ready and bring me a large bowl as well. I made my way to the kitchen to retrieve the jar of cum. 
even though I was not bound, moving in the excruciatingly tight corset was difficult and painful. I was in heaven. Mistress C was so far, everything I had hoped for and more. And by the time I made my way back to the dungeon, she had several things laid out on the nearby table. Without speaking, I put my head down and held the bowl in the jar for her to take. As she accepted the bowl, now nearly full jar of cum, she said, Looks like you were quite busy. Hmm? <laughs> Good, all the more humiliating for you. She smiled and laughed cruelly. She went to the table and set the bowl down and picked up a Ziploc bag. I brought you a treat, slave. I know you'll just love it. She opened the bag and took out four pairs of black lace panties. And as she held them up to my face, she informed me that the panties were her panties and they were all filthy. She had worn them every day for the last several days. She had wiped her ass with them. She had cleaned her toilet with them and she had pissed on them as well. She placed the disgusting panties in the bowl and twisted the lid off the cum jar and dumped my thick cum into the bowl on top of the panties. Oh, God. She picked up a pair of disposable black latex gloves and stretched them over her hands. She began to mix the cum into the panties like a chef making a salad. She even wiped out the cum jar and a, with a pair of her panties to make sure she got every drop. Once she was satisfied that she had all the cum and all the cum had soaked through the panties, she said, Open wide, slave. Oh my God, she was going to gag me with that disgusting mess. <gasps> I thought I might just throw up thinking about it. I thought the gag was disgusting, but at the same time, I was getting more and more turned on at the idea of having that mess stuffed in my mouth. She picked one cum-soaked panty and stuffed it into my mouth. I immediately tasted my own cum mixed with urine. I re- Oh, God. I, oh, God, I couldn't do it. Better get used to the taste, you disgusting little slave. You're going to be gagged with these panties for a very, very long time. She took the second pair and pushed them into my mouth on top of the first pair, filling my mouth with the cum panties, before she put the next pair in my mouth and said, Now the gag gets serious, cum slut. She took the third pair of panties and sopped up a bit more cum, leaving the last pair in the bowl. Then she began to force the cum-soaked panty into my mouth. She had to pull my lips to the sides to get them all in. But after much pushing and shoving, they were finally all in. My mouth was literally stuffed with cummy panties. My own cum was slowly dripping down my throat. My gag reflex was kicking in worse and worse. I stood there trying not to vomit, my dick dripping. Now just one more thing, and I'll help you hold all those <laughs> tasty panties in. She peeled off the latex gloves and pushed both of them on top of all the rest. She grabbed a roll of electrical tape and placed the end of the roll on my cheek. She began to wind the stretchy tape around the head, right over the great wad of cum panties. Each turn went over the wad and was pulled tight, forcing the mouth packing deeper into my mouth. When she had nearly a dozen turns, she broke the tape 
and burnished the end flat against the side of my face. My lips were white and stretched to their limit, and the cruel tension of the tight, tight gag was almost unbearable. Aren't I nice to help you hold all that in? <laughs> I was too focused on trying to breathe and not to throw up to hear her question. The next thing I felt was my balls being squeezed and twisted again. The pain tore through my body like a train wreck. I screamed wildly into the awful gag until finally she stopped crushing my poor balls. I said, aren't I nice to help you hold all that in? I nodded wildly in agreement that she was indeed nice to help me out like that, but oh my God, this hurts so much. So nice of you to say, slave. As a reward, I'll cover that tape with some more tape. I wouldn't want you drooling and dripping. Come all over. Now can I? <laughs> Mistress C then took a roll of duct tape and covered my face from just below my nose to the tip of my chin in layer after layer of duct tape. Each layer pulled as tight as she could make it, and the tape dug deeply into my face, causing quite a distortion of my face. My eyes were red and watering, and now... <laughs> What else could she possibly do? Well, for your ballet boots, oh, you are going to suffer with these, but I know you'll love it. <laughs> she snickered. I had told her several times how much I loved the painful restrictiveness of ballet boots. I had a pair of ballet boots that I had brought to make walking more difficult during self-bondage sessions, which required a key retrieval. They could be locked on so I would not be able to remove them once they started to get too painful. I had tied myself while wearing the cruel boots and forced myself to walk many times, so I was very good at walking in ballet boots. Mr. C put the terrible boots on me, but not before she went to her big bag again and came back with a small handful of uncooked rice which she sprinkled in each boot. The rice I knew would instantly become torture in my poor toes. Boots all laced up tight, and the finishing touch was a small padlock on each strap at the top of the boots. They're not coming off without that key. She went about the task of collecting the necessary items to keep me standing and immobile while she continued my bondage. She set up my hoist and attached a noose. She retrieved from her bag to the hook to the end of the hoist. Stand up, slave. I stood up as best as I could. Once standing, my toes were instantly in agony. Sharp jolts of pain shot into my toes. All of my weight was now in the hard grains of rice. A small high-pitched squeal escaped my horrible gag. I heard a small laugh from Mr. C., Somewhat wobbly, I was able to stand without falling, but it took a lot of effort. Looks like you're having trouble balancing. Hmm. Here, let me help, she said with a mock sympathy. To help, she pulled the noose over my head and pulled it tight around my neck. Then she took out the slack on the rope by cranking the winch, neck stretched. I could stand without choking if I stood upright and didn't move too much, but being unstable, I would lean to one side and strangle myself 
and I had to leverage my neck to the right myself, but it was rather scary, but I trusted her. Next, she strapped wide leather ankle cuffs over the ballet boots and locked them on with two more padlocks. The short chain made standing without leaning even more difficult. With the ballet boots and my ankles so close together, my balance was severely impaired. Now, I was choking myself almost instantly, and I had to get control of my balance, or so I was really in trouble. I, I just didn't know what else to do. As if reading my mind, Mistress C said, You better figure out how to stand in those boots quickly, or <laughs> you're going to be in deep trouble. I know your toes must be killing you, but too bad. I'm not going to take you down until I'm done, and I've just started. I was beginning to worry. I, I didn't really know her. What if she went too far? Oh, fuck. We didn't agree on a safe word. Or a safe signal, for that matter. She went to my closet of bondage items and returned with my waist censure. This was basically a six-inch wide strap that was designed to crush my waist. It had two long straps that went on either side of my cock and balls, and the two straps merged into one of the back and buckled in the back. So its purpose was to keep a butt plug securely in my asshole. Mistress C fastened the cincher around my waist and pulled it tight. I grunted in pain as she did so, but not satisfied, she again raised her knee to the middle of my back for leverage and tightened the cincher two more notches. Now... My tiny waist already being crushed by the stiff course that was in severe pain. Happy with the severity of the censure, she secured it with more padlocks. She left the long straps dangle for the moment. From her back, she produced a huge black butt plug. My eyes flew open wide. I had never had anything that large in my ass before. I knew it was going to hurt really bad, but it was about to get worse. By the look in your eyes, this is a little bigger than you're used to, but good. I want this to hurt. Oh, and did I mention it can be electrified? Yeah, it'll be hooked up to the most powerful remote-controlled stem on the market. It's it's actually a large dog shock collar. <laughs> the most powerful one on the market. I had another slave modify it for me, so he made it deliver a much more powerful shock. And, you know, of course, I added some more switches to shock more devices. You're going to love your bondage, slut. <laughs> I'm going to need a lot more lube, I think. <laughs> Once she had slaved my asshole and the giant plug liberally with lube, she knelt down and placed the tip of the fearsome plug right on my butthole. I was shaking with fear. Would you like to beg me not to shove this thing up your asshole? It's okay, you can beg me. I'd like to hear you beg. Instantly, I began to beg and plead with her from behind my enormous gag with unintelligible words. I pleaded with her not to do so. I whimpered and cried my muffled pleadings. As I begged, I could hear her giggling. Not a fucking chance, slave. This is going up your tiny little asshole, so get ready. Here it comes. Oh, please, please, God, no. <sighs> wow. With one hard shove, she forced the butt plug into my ass. The pain was intense. 
The first push only made it about halfway. She pulled it back out a tiny bit and shoved it in again. My scream made my throat feel as if I had torn something. The agony, but still, it was not all the way in. So, she backed it out a bit once more and gave it such a hard push that it nearly lifted me off my feet. My head began to spin and I felt dizzy. The pain was so great. The pain took my breath away and I realized that I had to breathe or I would pass out. I sucked in air as hard as I could and began crying. The thing was finally in, it was huge. I felt so full and it hurt so bad. She quickly grabbed the crotch strap and fed them on either side of my balls and then between my buttocks. She fed the end of the strap through the buckle in the back and pulled up sharply on the strap. This did two things. It forced the giant butt plug deeper into my ass and it also started my screaming again. The pain seemed to double. She went in front of me and did the same with the straps in front of the censure with the same reaction from me. She placed a padlock on each side of the straps as well. Next time, I'll use the big one. <laughs> she laughed wildly. Wow. So, I'm going to end it here. So, stay tuned for next week's continuation of A Late Night Stroll. Thanks for listening. Let your fantasies become a reality.